Hello, universe. Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back for another episode of Rick and Morty, Season 7, Episode 2, The Jarek Trap, written by Albro Lundy and James Cicillano, directed by Kyung Hee Lim. I thought this was a solid episode. It didn't have too much laugh out loud. My belly hurts. I'm going to be repeating that for the next couple of weeks. Humor. But it had a solid enough amount of heart. And I think that's what. What seems to be the strategy for this season going or thus far, I should say. Because the first episode was very much the same, even though I liked it more than I liked this episode. They both have that continuous thread or theme that they seem to be pursuing. And I'm open to that exploration. I was hoping that they would include more of the side characters. And we see this episode that that's exactly what they're incorporating a little bit more inclusive with other characters and their relationships and growing relationships with each other. Before we jump into the recap, wherever you're listening to this podcast, wherever good podcasts can be found, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, subscribe. If you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below. Jerry goes into the garage looking for Rick because he has a rake situation that doesn't require that he murder his neighbor, Gene, who didn't pause long enough in his reply for Jerry to believe he didn't take his rake. So requires Rick's big brain to find a way to determine if he's lying. Rick is tired of dumber people than himself believing he became smart by accident and not with some actual work. Though being genetically predispositioned as a savant certainly doesn't hurt. I'm a genius. <laughs> I'm a fucking genius. Like I love that he immediately started going into building gadgets to prove his point. <laughs> With Jerry's first conclusion is, are you going to kill me? Why is that? just casually thrown out as an option and why do you not think that you should find a way to defend yourself if that is in fact what he intends to do run bitch if that even crosses your mind then he asks are we doing a freaky friday that is the ceiling of jerry's grasp of consciousness rick intends to swap their brains instead of their bodies to prove that the brain is only part of the body. It's hardware. He can participate in this experiment. Or Jerry can admit genius isn't random and that his failures are his own something he will refuse to do until he dies. <laughs> this is true. If you want to become smarter, you simply have to work at it. Maybe even work harder. But it's still something that can be achieved. And yes, you have some that are 
that that are attracted to it far more than others that's just a luck of the draw that means they can ingest better and they probably are going to have a greater time at it it's not going to cause as much anxiety <laughs> that's the thing the the more in- intelligent you are the more your mind doesn't seem to be able to emotionally grasp that notion so it's a catch-22 it feels like and i think rick is a prime example rick is in jerry's body one second and then he commits suicide fuck this shit i quit while jerry just stands to try to be in rick's body for one second he accidentally kills himself prompting medical attention to be had in the garage quite a dilemma for my girl so she puts brain matter in all the places where it fits no matter who it belongs to because it's a clusterfuck of said brain material everywhere causing both rick and jerry to share and balance the same traits morty gets taken in by some gangsters what was his name i think i wrote it down somewhere chilax silax xlax we'll get to him eventually chucksley that's his name wow where'd i go with it? it's way off there in my guesses but chucksley is more afraid because rick got that clout when he finds out that the guy they picked up the kid they picked up was morty selling crystals on their turf by the way he tells them that y'all fucked up when morty requests a milkshake they tell him we don't know what the fuck that is but we gonna hook you up anyway we're gonna figure that shit out i must say my mind kind of took a minute to figure out jerry from rick and rick from jerry as they both fight over how to deal with the crime boss that caused a warn that they have morty although it's not a kidnapping they just want you to know where you can pick up your friend car said y'all both need to figure out how to drive me or you can die together whoa calm down jamal don't pull out the nine (laughs) when they go to pick up morty with extra crystals for for the misunderstanding the two men rick and jerry argue about the right way in which to maintain a stranglehold in the underworld causing chucksley to take offense at being considered not only mediocre but weak in front of his guys no less so there's a shoot off right into a crime restaurant where everyone is a criminal with weapons and as they continue to bicker morty takes off on his own to the car i love how they call that a non-rescue of morty causing both to put aside their differences seeing as they do have love and protection of that child and the family he comes from in common eventually making them a good team who enjoy the movie Coneheads as much as I do. That was a fantastic movie with Dan Aykroyd. 
<laughs> I'm not going to do it because that's a really bad impression, but it's great. The rocket cone head into the guy's abdomen. Get in my belly. Come on. It was going good, but then things take a turn. Become best friends. Yup. You want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. Tweedledee and Tweedledum have went to every drive-through in the in the multiverse on the way home to make one giant patty burger to eat. Morty is annoyed. Beth is upset that neither her dad or her husband is available right now and she's angry and she can't figure out who to take it out on not to mention until this shit is figured out nobody better come into her bed because sex is definitely off limits not as if sex was on limits but maybe she didn't want to curl up in her night clothes with her dad and that's fair both confess that deep down rick as they repair the machine to reverse them back to each other has a soft spot for jerry's ignorance even though he will never admit it and rick is jerry's only a friend even though jerry will never admit it gene also totally stole that rake and it took one second for rick to be able to do something exactly like jerry requested kids time for breakfast in school if we don't at least pretend they matter it all falls apart <laughs> That's how Beth wakes up her children in the morning, but goes down to the garage and realizes that both Rick and Jerry have gone. Now going by the name or names, Burger and Fries. They've absconded, leaving a brief note, though Jeans was much longer. You're ugly. You are disgusting. I'm going to kill you. Give me $200. They both have decided to go off on a crystal drug heist across the galaxy wearing the worst type of LA dad shirts while the family follow their trail of destruction they end up sold out to the still alive Chucksley who called burger and fries while they were on a shootout on the the swamps of whatever the fuck and they was like oh we could have just taken them out easily but we wanted the thrill of the shootout and tells them to bring money and themselves in exchange for their family, which means rescue mission, but not before both halves of the others whole completely in sync. <laughs> it's why he and Morty are great. His idiocy offsets the genius, but now Morty has graduated so Jerry can fulfill that role. They both decide to snort some crystals and reminisce about the first time that they met. They use their best idea as a send-off to their last adventure together, choosing to be with their families and not each other by melding into a person named Jericky. Oh my god, bro. Oh hell no, man. What the fuck, man? Get your ass on my goddamn. Chuxley said there's nothing else to do except shoot and hope. Also, everything is flammable. 
they end up saving the day with the family helping out truxley goes down because he decided to kill a god and this is what he deserves i'm glad beth is asking the real questions like why grandpa is having his grandson running drugs for him like he's walter white and he's aaron paul's character that awkward space ship ride home do you not hear the symphony of adams dying in space what the hell did you just say jerakee is creepy and selfish and intends to leave because rick and jerry died melding together when gene comes by with the rake admitting he lied even though jerry knows it because it was the only way in which he could be involved in his neighbor's life because he's very lonely but since they are leaving it's unnecessary and the right thing to do is not the moment that would change their mind whatsoever it's when they're knocked in the face with the rake because apparently memory rick from the time that he was stuck i don't remember but it's canon he had managed to keep their egos intact to not allow Cherokee full reign so that they all can force them to separate which leads back to Jerry and Rick continuing to hate and bicker at each other. It's like, at least I have integrity. Hey, Beth, how much integrity is left on the mortgage? He could at least try to work at DoorDash or something. Morty tries to get them to admit they love each other more than they admit but then slinks back to selling drugs because yeah that's probably the only way they are making money (laughs) because i don't think the horse business is is booming the way unless you're doing racehorses and since juvenile delinquency seems to be the path he's been on and will continue to be on graduating in his life of crime without little consequence since you know beth didn't even ground him or make a sound when he left the table to do just that he's gonna turn out perfectly fine the after credit scenes show memory rick stuck inside jerry's mind somehow where he believes jerry that all things powered are done by springs and gears <laughs> so for a genius not to have absolute shit to work with is a point as well as escaping well that's not gonna be a point that's gonna be impossibility memory gene is there too and i'm wondering how memory gene got there and that's how we end the episode but the point is these two isolated lonely men who can't admit to being friends with each other but also refuse to be friends with anyone else who desperately could probably use a type of friend like gene uh is pretty funny but yeah i i thought it was a, a decent episode a familiar episode and i like that things just kind of 
very naturally paced off into the direction that it went. So I gave the episode an 8.5 out of 10. If you have different opinions or a different score or thoughts or wondering why there's an aircraft disturbingly close to my apartment building the way I'm worried about that. Like, what the fuck? You can send uh, feedback to blackercouchatgmail.com or you can leave a comment below. My social media will be there as well. Like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, blacker magic. Yeah.